You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome in, everybody, to the flagship podcast. I am Chip Brown of Horns 24-7, joined, as always, by our fearless leader, Managing editor of Lawrence 24-7, the one and only Taylor Estes. And Taylor, it is a big day for Texas Longhorns football. It is. Quinn Ewers. Quinn Ewers, the prodigal quarterback (laughs) who was once committed to Texas, decommitted, uh, signed with, reclassified, reclassified from the class of 2022 to 2021. And... So he could get NIL money, mind you. Uh, a million dollars Ohio reportedly State. too. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> took two snaps for the Buckeyes, got back in the portal, and now he's headed to Texas. And this is huge news. It's all anyone at Horns 24-7 has been talking about. The Quinner mission is over. Quinn <laughs> Ewers, um, the well, he was the top quarterback in the 2022 class at one point um and just you know an an immense talent arm talent uh steve sarkisian recruited him when he was at alabama uh he's got the mullet he's (laughs) he's got flair he's he's uh and hopefully he's bringing guys with him taylor yeah Um, this is big news Oh, it's huge. Yeah. I mean, this is, we'll call it Quinn Miss came early (laughs) this year for Texas fans because this is huge. I mean, Quinn Ewers, you know, when he committed to Texas back in, I think it was August of 2020 um, as a 2022 uh, recruit at that point, you know, that was huge. That was huge. And then it was a big loss at Texas. Um, you know, it kind of fell out of the race there when Tom Herman was the coach and then he ended up reclassifying and signing at Ohio State. So that was a huge loss for Texas. But the fact that it's come full circle now, Chip, it's uh, it's crazy. It just goes to show how wild the transfer portal and how wild recruiting can be, especially in today's uh, you know, modern day recruiting era. But this is a huge gift for Texas. This is the highest rated quarterback commit Um or as a as a high school recruit, he was the highest rated quarterback commit ever since Vince Young. And uh, you know they they don't really give perfect ratings in the recruiting industry for very many recruits in the country. And he's one that did get a perfect rating according to twenty four seven Sports Composite. So there's no denying that this is this is a game changer for Texas. And as you mentioned, now he's got to bring some game changers alongside with him. Yeah, I mean he's um, I, I think back to when Chris Sims. Um, you know, signed with Texas and and was able to bring, you know, Roy Williams and Sloan Thomas and BJ Johnson along with him. And and Texas is in desperate need of receivers uh in this 2022 signing class with Joshua Moore uh, transferring out the lack of depth that was so apparent. Uh, at the end of the season and even over the second half of the season when Jordan Whittington was out. That's the sign of a Pied Piper 
And, and the quarterback is the one position usually that can bring skill talent along. And, and so, you know, this is going to be really uh, big to watch because receivers want to play with a supremely talented uh, passing quarterback. And that's the pedigree of Quinn Ewers. So, um, I mean, when you look at the, the recruiting needs right now for Texas, uh, it's clearly offensive line. Number one, we've reported that Texas is interested in bringing in seven to nine, um, you know, in the 2022 class, either high school recruits, you know, some combination of high school recruits and portal transfers. That is easily the number one priority for, for Texas football in terms of adding talent to the roster. Steve Sarkeesian talked about, you know, we could, you know, bring up to 33 new players in um, for the 2022 season offensive line. And then it's, you know, safety and receiver, and you can kind of pick uh, which one, but Quinn Ewers, uh, what we were hearing behind the scenes was that, you know, he wanted to, to kind of get this out there, you know, right as signing day was coming. So he might be able to try to bring some guys with him, whether they're offensive linemen or receivers, Taylor, I think that's big because uh, Texas needs that. And honestly, I think some are surprised that it took as long as it did because, you know, Quinn Ewers, when he committed to Texas said he was a a Longhorn fan growing up. It was his dream school was the quote. And then he, you know, just didn't, you know, he didn't have enough faith in Tom Herman and the direction of the program. So he decommitted. He ends up, as we said, uh, reclassifying, signing with Ohio state, but now he's back at what initially was, you know, he called his dream school after being courted heavily by Texas tech and TCU. I think A&M tried to get in there. So it's a, it's a huge win for Texas. They obviously need uh, to beef up their quarterback position. We heard from Steve Sarkeesian. He said he was going to go in the portal uh, to do that. They also have Malik Murphy, uh, the incoming freshman uh, who, you know, was, who committed to Texas uh, a long time ago. And, and so, you know, with Casey Thompson, Hudson card, you still have Charles Wright on the roster, even though he wasn't even the third string quarterback uh, over the second half of the season, it was walk on Ben Ballard, which ought to tell Charles Wright something uh, probably, but uh, this is, you know, Steve Sarkeesian wants to beef up that, that quarterback room, add competition and, and see if they can get, more consistency from that position. Yeah. And because I think the one thing that everybody saw this season, you know, you saw a lot of flashes from the quarterbacks that Texas does have on the roster. I feel like Casey Thompson, you know, prior to his thumb injury that went down um, against Oklahoma, you know, he was playing pretty well, um, especially for being at that point, a really green uh, starter. You know, he had only uh, the OU game, I believe was what his fourth game ever starting at the college level. So you know, uh, but he really played well. Um, I think that thumb injury um, impacted him in his production, no doubt about it, Chip. But it also didn't help that he didn't have Jordan Winnington. And he didn't really have the, the. I mean, he had Xavier Worthy, and Xavier Worthy obviously had a monster season. There's no denying that. But Xavier Worthy without Jordan Winnington on the field was the only receiving 
you know, a threat that Texas had. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, a tough situation for any quarterback, I think, to be in. Um, but this is going to be really interesting to see how this comp competition kind of plays out um, throughout the offseason. You know, I think there's a lot of questions with Quinn Ewers um, coming to Texas now. How many quarterbacks are going to be on the roster come spring practice or after spring uh, practice? You know, that's going to obviously be something to watch. But um, Steve Sarkeesian has been very open about um, his, what his state of the quarterback room really is. And, you know, as we've talked time and again on the flagship podcast, the reason why Steve Sarkeesian has the job at Texas is because of how well he's been able to develop that position and, you know, put together really elite offenses, um, at pretty much every stop that he's been at. So, you know, the fact that Steve Sarkeesian has been really open with Casey Thompson, with Hudson card and publicly about the, the, the need for more quarterback depth is saying a lot. And, you know, I think that this is going to be a really interesting, uh, you know, battle, I would say, to watch, Chip, because if, assuming, you know, Hudson Card, Casey Thompson, and Quinn Ewers are all on the roster, that quarterback battle can be really, really intriguing, I think, um, especially, you know, I, I don't necessarily think that at this point it's automatically somebody's job. I mean, Steve Sarkeesian has said that, that may be coach speak, you know, maybe him trying to keep the other guys on the roster or anything like that. But adding this level of talent is only going to bolster that room. And that's something that Texas really hasn't had in a long time, um, especially at the quarterback position. Yeah. And it's, it's look, Steve Sarkeesian's offense is not easy. It is, it is voluminous. Um, we've heard all the players say how much there is in his offense all for the quarterback, especially with all the motions and the shifts and the, you know, the, the, uh, option routes that the quarterback and the receiver have to be on the same page with. And, and Casey Thompson, who started, you know, obviously the majority of the games set a UT record, uh, only quarterback in school history to have three games where he threw for five touchdowns uh, against Texas tech against OU against Kansas has experience in that system. Quinn Ewers has not played football. I mean, he practiced with Ohio state. He took two snaps in a game, but he hasn't led a team um, for two football seasons. And so, you know, there's going to be a incredible appetite from Longhorn nation for Quinn Ewers to be on the field. In fact, you know, for Casey Thompson um, and Hudson card, but mostly for Casey Thompson, because Casey had a good performance in the Alamo bowl at the end of 2020, but he wasn't the starter for 2021. It was Hudson card. And, you know, this is the guy who's was never supposed to be the guy mm -hmm. uh, reminds me a little bit of major Applewhite in that way. Um, it was all, you know, Chris Sims came, Hey man, we need Sims. We don't need Applewhite. And, and I think Casey Thompson will, will battle. I think he'll, he'll use that year of experience and, and, and battle uh, for the job. And, and remember Steve Sarkeesian doesn't like to play first year quarterbacks now. And I, I mentioned Bryce Young is probably as talented a quarterback as we've seen in the college ranks. And, and then, you know, he sat and watched Mac Jones last year at Alabama uh, before, you know, getting the system digested and having this incredible season that he's uh, 
had for Alabama. My question to you, Taylor, is will Longhorn Nation accept anything other than Quinn Ewers? I mean, you know, for Casey Thompson, who has to walk around campus and go out there on Saturday. And I remember, again, I remember Major Applewhite. It, it, it was like, it almost doesn't matter what I do. Everybody wants Chris Sims. Right. You got to have some thick, thick skin. You got to have some blinders on. You got to have some earplugs in. Uh, if if you're Casey Thompson trying to compete for the job and and it's not, he led the Big 12 in passing touchdowns uh, this past year. So it's not like he's a slouch. And I, I right. think Texas fans are, you know, because of the up and down nature. And look, there were some games where the defense totally caved in Kansas, uh, Oklahoma that were not Casey's fault. Those losses aren't on him. But still, I mean, we've had to have some some quinterventions on our site because of the appetite of Longhorn Nation for Quinn Ewers. Yeah, and that's the the biggest key right now, Chip, is um, if Texas fans are going to allow this to really play out. Because think about it this way. Quinn Ewers technically should be coming out of high school right now. He should not be coming as a transfer from Ohio State because he did reclassify. He hasn't. You're right. He hasn't played football aside from two snaps in the 2021 season. And then he was injured uh, for a, you know, a number of games in 2020 when he was a junior at South Lake Carroll there. But yeah, I mean, this is something that you've got to have patience. And I know that's a, that is a, for a lot of Texas fans. I and mean, I understand it's been a long decade of mediocrity or worse, but patience is probably not a, a word that's in many uh, Texas fans vocabulary or, you know, they try to not have it in their vocabulary. And I understand that take, but you know, this is this is a difference maker type of quarterback. And to expect him to be ready day one probably is not, a, you know, a feasible or reasonable expectation. Um, I actually think that it's going to be really good for all of the quarterbacks to have a competition and for Quinn Ewers maybe to come in a little bit, you know, the, the quote unquote underdog. I know that probably sounds crazy considering he's the highest rated quarterback prospect since Vince Young. But you know, I think that it's a good thing that he has Casey Thompson and he has Hudson Card to kind of uh, learn from and battle with because they have gone through it. You know, Quinn has not gone through a true quarterback battle um, at, at the college level. I mean, he, you know, he enrolled in Ohio State, I think, at like in August, I think right. it was last year. So it's, he didn't. Yeah, I mean, he essentially is coming in, Chip, as a how a true freshman would because he didn't have an offseason like at a collegiate, you know, strength and conditioning program. He didn't go through summer workouts. He did go through a little bit of fall camp, but it was such a last minute addition to the, you know, joining the college ranks that it's really like a true freshman coming in. So um, Texas fans, I feel like, are not going to want to be patient if, if, you know, he has a little bit of growing pains. But this is not a guy that you throw in the towel in or think, oh, he's a bust. Because as I said earlier, I can promise you, like with the recruiting rankings, um, with the 24 seven uh, recruiting team that we have, they are very, very hesitant to give the rating that they gave Quinn, Quinn Ewers to anybody, because it essentially is saying that this is a top 10 draft pick potential. And that's what Quinn Ewers really has. Um, you know, Mike Roach and Nick Harris were talking about him on the State of Recruiting podcast last Friday. And they mentioned about how, you know, Quinn Ewers not only has first round draft potential, he has number one overall draft potential. So maybe give this guy some time to, to you know, learn the college uh, 
system um, go through the strength and conditioning uh, offseason, winter conditioning, summer months, and let this play out. But this is a, you know, Texas is in a much, much better situation now than I think that they expected to be in at the quarterback position uh, for a while, honestly, Chip. And um, there's definitely, you know, a lot of exciting times. And if this, if this edition says anything about what Steve Sarkeesian and his coaching staff are able to sell. I mean, they sold this guy to come to Texas after a losing season. Texas, he's not going to watch Texas play in a bowl game because they're not going to a bowl game. So the fact that you're able to get this generational type of uh, playmaker to the, you know, to the campus where he had the, his choice of wherever he wanted to go, essentially, that is something that you should definitely not overlook. And that's a really good sign for um, Sarkeesian and the coaching staff's ability to sell the future of Texas football. Yeah. And he's an interesting character because um, depending on who you listen to, Ohio State wasn't incredibly, you know, they were like, eh, about him reclassifying and coming in early. Um, and, you know, obviously the family did that because he was able to collect NIL money. And, and obviously, you know, there's been all kinds of, of speculation about, you know, NIL money coming to Texas and could this kid already be over a million dollars in NIL money without having, you know, played any meaningful college football snaps and walking into a locker room uh, full of, you know, players who are looking at this guy going, okay, what are you all about? I mean, he's, he's got to adapt. He's got to, he's got to win over this locker room. Otherwise, you know, we talk about it all the time. Steve Sarkeesian talks about it. Guys have to play for their quarterback. They've got right. to rally around the quarterback and, and that might be a maturing process that takes time as well. And the other thing I think is interesting, um, I've been talking to some people about, okay, well, what does this mean for Arch Manning and his recruitment? And the fact that that uh, Quinn Ewers did reclassify means that he's a second-year guy in 2022 and would be starting his third season in 2023 when Arch Manning potentially could be arriving as a freshman. So that actually, you know, sets up to where there's, you know, you can sell that to Arch Manning saying, well, he's only got, you know, two years left. We don't want to rush you in and, and Steve Sarkeesian. I know from talking to his former, you know, coaches he's worked with, doesn't like playing first year quarterbacks as the starter because it's just too much, but we'll see, we'll see how special Quinn Ewers is. Um, and we'll see how Steve Sarkeesian handles this, uh, and how Casey Thompson, you know, handles it because we've talked that, that Steve Sarkeesian and the Texas staff have been looking in the portal for a veteran quarterback as well. Now, I think Steve Sarkeesian's telling his, you know, current quarterbacks that he would like to have a veteran in case something happens, um, you know, to the starter or to also compete because he doesn't want to have to rush Quinn Ewers. But it's also insurance, Taylor, obviously, if 
one or more of the current quarterbacks on the roster decide, you know what, I'm I'm out. So it's a very interesting uh, balance that Steve Sarkeesian is is walking here uh, because he obviously does not want to lose Casey Thompson or Hudson Card. Um, again, if I'm Charles Wright, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I mean, (laughs) if I'm not, I'm not even ahead of the walk on, maybe I need to, you know, make a call, but, um, it's, it's fascinating because Steve Sarkeesian himself said that the days of having four and five quarterbacks in your quarterback room are probably gone because of the age of the transfer portal. So it's fascinating, but the bottom line is Texas adding a huge, uh, talent at the quarterback position. Now we got to see what kind of a leader he is, what kind of a teammate he is, how quickly can he process uh, Steve Sarkeesian's offense and, and then, you know, how, how snaps get divided. Um, so it's, it's fascinating because uh, spring football is going to have all kinds of anticipation. Yeah, for sure, Chip. And the one, one thing that Quinn Ewers does have at least some experience of is being in a college film room, being in a college uh, offensive playbook. I mean, Ohio State's offense is not some scrub offense. You know what I mean? I mean, that's a, a very elite uh, program and a, they have a really solid offense. Obviously, their quarterback, CJ Stroud, has played fantastic this season. But that's one thing that it it is a little bit better for Texas. You know, he may not have the the offseason work that, a you know, a standard type of transfer player would have at this point. But he does know you know, the ins ins and outs of what it takes, you know, with film study, with being in the playbook, learning the playbook on the fly uh, quickly, obviously, since he enrolled in Ohio State um, back in August, you know, before that season. I mean, the fact that he even saw the field in any game at least is a good sign, I feel like, for at least his understanding of the Ohio State playbook. Obviously, it wasn't any type of substantial, you know, game reps or anything. He had two handoffs, but still, I mean, the fact that they were willing to put him on the field to me shows that he at least um, understood and grasped a hold of the Ohio State offense. And that's, you know, obviously the offense that Texas runs is totally different. It's a different playbook. But I do think that the reason why a lot of coaches, you know, they don't want, and Steve Sarkeesian being one, don't want to start a first year, you know, player a lot of times is because there's so much that's thrown at these quarterbacks and their playbook is so um, substantial that it takes time. The learning curve has to be there a little bit and they have to go through it. I mean, you know, quarterback and offensive line are the two positions that ideally I think pretty much every coach in college football would want to redshirt if they have the opportunity to, unless they have some sort of, you know, just special, special, special type of of guy. You know, I mean, you know, there's two fr- freshmen who have ever won the Heisman. They were both redshirt freshmen. You know, there's never been a true freshman Heisman winner. Uh, there's been very few true freshmen who have won some of the top college football awards. So um, that's, I think, one thing where Texas does have a little, or Quinn Ewers has a little bit of an edge as opposed to bringing in, you know, like say a Malik Murphy, for instance, you know, is coming in from high school, um, hasn't learned the college game, doesn't realize, you know, all of the ins and outs that go into not just, you know, film study and getting playbook and in the weight room and the reps and all of that, but also managing a school workload as well, too. I mean, there's a lot. Uh, of differences between the high school and college game, especially for quarterbacks. So that's one thing I do think that it'll be interesting to see how quickly he does grasp it because it does, at least from, you know, all signs point to, he was grasping at least the Ohio State playbook. It was just, I think he saw the writing on the wall that CJ Stroud is going to be a hard person to 
kind of overtake, you know, because he had such a great year this year. But, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be fascinating. And this is why you definitely want to be an annual member of Horns 24-7. We are currently running a 50% off annual special. This is valid for new members and then current monthly members who upgrade to annual. They will also get this discount. Ends up being about $4.48 per month for the first 12 months of your membership. There's going to be plenty more to come with this chip, um, not just you know in the quarterback battle throughout the offseason, but also uh, what's going on with transfer portal, some transfer portal additions that the coaching staff is planning to you know, continue to look for um, even outside of the uh, early signing period and National Signing Day. So no shortage of information at Horns 24-7 right now. So get on board for sure. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and don't forget that um, whoever's at quarterback for Texas uh, next year is going to face Louisiana Monroe in week one and then the Alabama Crimson Tide in week two. And Jeff Trailer and the UTSA Roadrunners, um, who had a an amazing 12 and one season, won their conference championship in week three. All somehow of those... aren't in the top 25 college football players. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's uh it's a lot, and 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 whoever's playing quarterback also is gonna want uh that offensive line fortified. Uh, as much as possible, and so we will we will keep you uh, up to date on everything going on with the Longhorns. Uh, as Taylor said, it's going to be a bonkers, um, you know, time even between now and spring football with both signing dates and all the uh, the activity in the portal. So um, for Taylor Estes. I am Chip Brown. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Quinn Ewers to Texas. Quinmas. Uh, Quinmas. <laughs> Merry Quinmas here. <laughs> Merry Quinmas, Texas fans. Uh, until next time, stay safe and keep the faith. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.